Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. All right, great to be back on CNN. Happy New Year. We've got with us today the guy who hosts MSNBC's The Beat with Ari Melber. Ari Melber is over here, and he writes the Weekly Dish newsletter, Andrew Sullivan. Okay. Uh, All right, Ari, what do you make of the recent study that found that half of inflation in the U.S., oh, yes, I saw this, is due to high corporate profits? They're calling this greedflation, which I think is... Right. I mean, what impact does greedflation have on our economy? Right. So people are, you know, there was a legitimate reason why prices rose for a while. But then, of course, (laughs) they used that as an excuse to raise the prices. Now that stuff is coming down, somehow the prices don't come down, too, because the profits are fat now. Yeah, the price gouging is documented. They brag about it in earnings calls to Wall Street. It's allowed. Um, there are other places that make it much harder. France has rules that actually make this a lot harder to do. But here it's legal, but it's outrageous. Um, and at the time, they're giving themselves uh, big pay raises in the, in the boardroom, too. Well, here's my question is, what do you do about it? I remember two things. Gavin and I talked for a second about jawboning. I mean, presidents did that in the past. They literally just did it by the power of presidential coercion. They got people in the Oval Office and they said, look, you knuckleheads, you're doing something bad for the country. And sometimes that worked. Nixon, as I recall, maybe I got this wrong, but I think he had price controls. I mean, they lit- that's something very foreign. Even I don't barely remember that. That they, we would they actually work. No, uh, they, and they it, don't work in the long run. Right. Um, look, the best way to bring prices down is competition, right? So the, if, if these well, companies, if, these, if there's a cartel involved in keeping prices high when they should be going down, then the cartel needs to be broken up. I, don't, I haven't read the study, so I don't know. But, but it's not like inflation hasn't been explained by a variety of factors. Obviously, the, 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 the supply-side stuff, the constrained supply of goods... Then you had the big overspending of the Biden stimulus, which really did. I understand why they yeah, did it, and right. they, they got a good deal of growth from it. But they did. Well, uh, some of that did, was some of, that some was of it came Trump. out in inflation, well, and some, some of that was Trump too. Yeah, yeah Trump absolutely. Too. We over- they, everybody, yeah, got together to spend six trillion dollars to lock ourselves. But in our what's room. interesting now is the most resilient what? high prices are of food, right? Yes. Is food corporations? bragging about this? Well, yeah, they are in the earnings calls because okay. they, they don't think they're really going to get heard that much. They're even doing it on diaper sales. And it's not a cartel, but there aren't a lot of diaper providers. So if the three main companies right. that do it on the national basis, then no, there's no price There are certain products you can't live without. I'm sure if you have someone who needs yeah, diapers. Yeah. They're limited, either, at they're the, limited either at the beginning or end of life. <laughs> you definitely want... Sure. 
I mean, like, I always hear people, always hear people bitch about plumbers. You know, they charge an arm and a leg. Have you ever, ever needed a plumber? If, if plumbers only knew what we would pay them. Yeah. When it's coming up through your bathroom. <laughs> okay. Uh, Andrew, this is for you. What are your thoughts about the Pope's recent declaration that sexual pleasure is a gift from God? Thanks, big man. Uh, but that... But that pornography must be avoided. <laughs> well, that's contradictory. No, I'm kidding. Um, he's, he's stating, actually, Catholic doctrine. We're, we're not supposed to hate our sexual pleasure. We're not supposed to... I mean, this is not the case with Protestants, of course, but Catholics were allowed. Right. I remember when I first realized I had this between my legs, it was the best day of my entire <laughs> life. And, and I never really could understand it as a sin. Uh, uh, masturbation and that pleasure was just something that seemed so obviously, self-evidently natural and great. I, Why would God be punishing me for it? And I actually, as a, I was very devout. I just decided, well, that's obviously not true. The way I decided that, well, the Virgin Mary wasn't physically ascended into heaven. Um, there were certain things you said, okay, no, that's not right. I remember when I was first masturbating, and I did not know what it was. We didn't have... I didn't know. And I remember thinking, is this bad for me? <laughs> But then it was like, nah. <laughs> really, it was like, I, I, I didn't know, really. I thought it was urine. I did it in the dark. And the only thing I'd ever seen come out of there was urine. I know. And it seemed like, this doesn't seem right, but. The fact that you remember that moment. I remember oh, yes, that moment, I do. too, just shows you how natural it is. And how and naive we were compared to kids today, because I'm sure they know everything before they're seven years old. They do, and I, there was no porn, either. Like, I right. used to... Honestly, I had a scrapbook. I would draw the dudes I wanted to have sex with. That's all I could do, draw them. And, but that meant right. that my imagination was kind of set off. And right, when I exactly. first discovered sex, it was like, oh, this is interesting, that is interesting. Now you meet, like, someone who's 21, they're like, well, I'd like you to be daddy with a bad report card. You need to be there with a, with a, with a spanker and show up at this point and wear this. And I'm like, where did you get this from? Okay. Um... <laughs> it's probably TMI. Got to remember, we're on CNN, I'm not, sorry, not Club Random. Uh, <laughs> uh, for panel, who do you think Trump has on his short list for VP? Well, Stefanik is the one that was talked about now. She's the, isn't that the one that they were talking? She's the She's New York State, used to be a normal, and then became Trump crazy. And okay. the tormentor of Claudine Gay. Yes, that's right. Oh, famous. yes, that's what that's what makes it. But I think still Haley. I mean, Trump has no. teamed up. I think he's teamed up with people who've said way worse things. J.D. Vance wrote oh. a whole book and launched his oh, career attacking Trump. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't that. care about any of that. And Haley, uh, although there are parts of MAGA as we discussed that might not love her, if Trump says this is it and he's very practical and she would help in the suburbs, which is his biggest general election vulnerability, I think there's a lot of the actual numbers people around Trump who are trying to get him to think about that. And it would, it would probably give well, him several points. I saw, I saw in the paper this week that he is doing better and did better with college education. Yep. I remember when he won Iowa or was <clears throat> running in Iowa in 2016, and he had that famous line, I love the poorly educated. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we can't write this material. Well, you said, Bill, you said tonight that it looks like he could get reelected. He definitely could, but oh. he got 3 million fewer votes 
in 16. He got 7 million fewer votes in 20. And they had bad midterms. And the Democrats have won every state-based special election yeah. last year. If he's going to win, which he could, he can't run as the 20 or 16 version of him. And the ticket is the first largest way but to say to the, the suburbs, the, I'm a little different. The trouble, talking politics. The trouble with Nikki is that she, is, she makes sort of Dick Cheney look like the Dalai Lama. I mean, there is not a... There is not a country she would invade, not a region she wouldn't bomb. She is the most, ne- the most unreconstructed neocon I've ever come across in politics. And Trump's entire message is I'm not an unreconstructed neocon. I, th- I think the base Again, of the Again, you're parsing, the, you're giving the voters way too much credit. Like, they are looking at neocon versus not... They don't, this is not what they're thinking about. I don't. I, I think no. This is why I get back to the issues with Trump. It's no. I think one of the issues that helped him was people were sick of these wars. And when they have someone that seems like we're going to get into more wars, they were not going to like it. It's a big issue. I don't don't think voters expect the running mate to set foreign policy. Period. I I, I don't think they think about foreign policy (laughs) a hell of a lot, except if it, it. The one that they care about now is Ukraine because it's holding up immigration reform. They care about this country. What's going on in this country? Just the way most people watch local news. They don't watch national that's news. That's because they don't want watch- the wars which Nikki represents. That's, what the, that's their position on foreign policy. Okay. We don't want to have one, really. But the, yeah, the uh, median Trump voter uh, doesn't think that he's going to take the cues from her on that. Or that that's really the issue they're voting on. Nikki Haley, what is she going to do about Pakistan? I, I just don't think this is... This is this, I don't know what to do. Um, all right, I have time for one more. Oh... I see they're going after Alec Baldwin again for the shooting. Is this not the most ridiculous thing? I mean, does anyone think Alec Baldwin purposely shot that person? If not, what is this about? If, if, he, if it was an accident, it was a horrible accident, accidents happen, maybe this is some sort of manslaughter thing, but certainly he didn't go, give me a loaded gun. I want to shoot the cinematographer. I feel this is ridiculous. And you want a legal view? Yes. Yeah, it's very overcharged. Uh, and it's hard to imagine charging a normal, random citizen, a non-famous citizen, twice on this theory of the case. Now, legally, the prosecutors say, well, look, as an involuntary manslaughter, we don't have to improve, uh, prove deliberate intent. We're saying it was so reckless and a life was lost, and that's tragic. And it is a terrible tragedy. And obviously, some, so a lot has to change on however that set was ever run. Um, but I don't think, based on how it looks and what we know, again, always if more evidence came out, that a citizen, a non-famous person, would be double-charged like this. It seems very extreme. Okay, that's it. Run out of time. Thank you, CNN. Thank you, audience. Thank you, panel. We'll see you next week. Good to be back. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.